hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast. It is your host, Zachary Reality, and you are listening to Zachary Reality. We have a very exciting interview today on the podcast. We have on Jerrica, a.k.a. Monet from the most recent season of Claim to Fame. She was on... Claim to Fame Season 2, and she was the runner-up. She played such a good game, and we're going to get all into it when she joins us in just a few minutes. So definitely hang tight if you guys are here for the Monet interview. It will be playing shortly. I hope you guys all had a great Labor Day weekend. Now, I do want to clarify that Labor Day is about people taking off for working hard and, you know, putting in labor. It's not for women who give birth and go through labor. So I just want to make that very clear because some people I notice like actually don't know what Labor Day is. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just just making a joke. Um, but happy Tuesday. I am getting back into the swing of things after my long weekend in Palm Springs. I went with my friends Jack and Hannah. Me and Jack booked the hotel in Palm Springs the day before we left. It was my idea because I love spontaneous trips and I love Palm Springs. I've gone five times this year. Is that crazy? If you guys have never been to Palm Springs, you should totally go. It's like two hours from Los Angeles. So it's like a really easy drive. And it just feels like such a beautiful, gay-friendly, secluded vaca- vacation destination um, right in the desert. So it's just like such a stunning trip. And then Jack's friend Hannah came to join us on the trip. So we had so much fun the past couple of days. We went to a karaoke bar. And I sung a Britney Spears song. Um, Not that I wanted to sing a Britney Spears song. Me and Jack actually submitted to do like Sharpay and Ryan from Bop, 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 Bop to the Top, like High School Musical. But there was like a bunch of bridal showers in Palm Springs this weekend. I mean, bachelorette parties. I kept on saying that to them too, the bridesmaids. Um, I was like, happy bridal shower. Like, no, it was their bachelorette party. Like, oh my God, I'm so silly. Um, But they, one of them, one of the bridesmaids submitted me to sing a Britney Spears song. So... I did, and it was fabulous, and now it is Tuesday, and I have been working all day and doing a little bit of shopping for um, this campaign that I'm doing, which I will share videos in the next couple of weeks. I'm also prepping for my trip to New York. I'm going back to New York. That's where I'm from, to see some family, and I have a wedding And to just kind of live life a little bit. So I'm leaving September 15th. And as of now, I am returning September 24th. But we'll see how long I end up staying. Um, It's so easy with flights. I feel like for like the longest time, I like thought you had to like buy a flight three months in advance and that you can't change it. But like you can literally buy a flight anywhere you want the day of. And sometimes it's cheaper than booking it in advance. And sometimes it's not. Um, so I'm, I mean, we'll see what happens because I'm going to miss my apartment, but I'm kind of like looking for like a place to stay in New York city by myself for like a week or two. Cause I kind of want to know what it's like to live in the city. Cause I never experienced that. And I feel like I've maybe talked to you guys about that before on my podcast, but it's not that I want to move to New York, but I kind of want to spend time there and see if like a good change up could be necessary. So I might be like using this opportunity in New York as like a test run, But I also know that, like, my journey in L.A. is not over yet, so I'm not going to, like, move on a whim. But I might, like, really want to test it out while I'm there to see 
if New York potentially could be for me. I was listening to someone else on a podcast who was saying that they moved to LA because they really wanted to like get out of their comfort zone and like challenge themselves. And after like four years in Los Angeles, that's kind of like how I'm feeling a little bit. Um, so we'll see what happens with this trip to New York. Obviously I'll be vlogging. I'm always posting lots of YouTube shorts of my travels and of like my personal content and like trips and stuff that I'm doing and like feelings and stuff that I have. Um, that's kind of where I feel like I'm doing the most personal content on my YouTube shorts. Um, but I'm always posting on TikTok, celebrity news and reality TV gossip and drama. And lately the biggest celebrity news has been this Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner divorce. Um, Joe Jonas filed for divorce after saying the marriage was intrievably broken. I literally don't know what's going on with that. I love their relationship. I mean, not that I know that much about it, but I'm just like really shocked. Um, I know they have two young kids and a family, but everyone's definitely like freaking out over this Joe Jonas divorce. So interested to see how it unravels. He did post like with his wedding ring the other day. So even though like it's like in all the outlets and like I guess when you file, it's like public. I, like, still just, like, don't want to believe it. Whenever, like, a couple breaks up that I was, like, rooting for, I'm definitely in denial until I hear it from them themselves. So, with that being said, Carl and Lindsay as well, like, from Summer House. I don't know if you guys watch Summer House on Bravo. I do. I love Summer House. Um, but it sounds like from Dumois and a bunch of other outlets, Entertainment Tonight, that Carl broke up with Lindsay on camera and that she was blindsided and that she has been in bed for the past five days because it's just hurtful that he would break up with her on camera, which I totally agree. Um, but it's kind of hard to form an opinion on the Carl and Lindsay situation until we hear it from, like, them and, like, see it play out on TV. So I am excited to see what happens on the next season of Summer House. In other celebrity news, Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet got quite cozy at the Beyonce concert last night, they were making out, which I think is amazing because there has been rumors for the past few months that they've been dating. And I definitely like believed them, but I didn't know where she stood with Travis Scott because she doesn't talk about it or like anything in her personal life on the Kardashians on Hulu. Um, we just kind of see like scenes of her and Kendall chilling and working on their sister bond. Um, but this was, I guess, their first public outing together where they packed on PDA. And I love this for them. I think they're a hot couple. Um, I love Timothy Chalamet. My cousin Kelly, she introduced me to Timothy when he was in the movie Call Me By Your Name. I guess she was visiting me in Long Island when I lived there at the time. And there was like some type of film festival where Army Hammer was there promoting this movie. And Kelly was like all about it. So she took me to it and we like saw him. And that's how I like heard about Timothy Chalamet and the movie I um, Call Me By Your Name where didn't I forgot like what was it with the apple or the plum where they like it was just something so sexual it was crazy um, but good for them can't wait to see that new movie Wonka that Timothy's gonna be in in the fall I love Charlie and the Chocolate Factory I was in that play when I was a kid I was an Oompa Loompa um, I'm also saw the Barbie movie a few weeks ago, but I did a recap of that on my YouTube channel and I, I haven't seen the movie um, Little Mermaid the remake I just never got to go in theaters, but I know it's going to be on Disney Plus soon. So I'm definitely going to be watching that when it goes on to Disney Plus. Um, in Bachelor Nation, because we always talk about Bachelor, um, Joe and Serena just got married this past weekend in Charleston. There was so many Bachelor Nation alumni that attended. Looked like a, such a fun wedding. Congrats to them. And this is also where Andrew Spencer announced his new girlfriend. All the deets of that are on my TikTok. Um, I just watched After, After the Altar for Love is Blind Season 4, so I did a recap on my YouTube channel, and I also watched The Ultimatum Season 2, so I did a um, YouTube recap of that as well. So feel free to check those out. I'm excited to watch Selling the OC. The new season premieres on 
Thursday night at 12. So I don't know. I'll probably watch it Friday. Um, so I'm actually really excited. It's kind of annoying how Selling the OC takes so long. I feel like the last season was a year ago, but whatever. It's here. I'll be recapping it on my TikTok and YouTube. I can't wait to check it out. And yeah, there's a lots of fun reality shows coming in the fall. So I'm just really excited about the fall schedule. The summer is officially over, which is, you know, it, it's sad. I mean, I love summer, but it's still hot in Los Angeles. Even though my pool is like under construction the next two days, they're doing like a little renovation. I guess they're painting the floors. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to swim the next two days. And if you guys know me, I dip in my pool every day. I love the water. I love to swim. I'm a water sign. I'm a cancer. So I just love to swim and I just like need to go in the water every day. It's just like part of my routine while we are here in the summer. Um, but other than that, that's just like some quick pop culture rundowns. Um, I'm going to play my interview with Jerrica, a.k.a. Monet from Claim to Fame. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And I hope you guys subscribe and rate my podcast five stars. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Zachary Reality. We are here with a very special guest from the recent season of Claim to Fame, Jerrica, also known as Monet. So Monet. <laughs> Monet's your middle name, right? Yeah, Monet's my middle name. Yeah. So that's why you decided to change your name because you were worried people would know who you are potentially. Yeah, because my dad's name is Jerry, and then my name is Jerrica, obviously, and I was like, oh no, we have the same initials. I don't want it to come up at all, so I just said, let me change my, let me change my name to my middle name and see what happens to spice it up. Yeah, I was talking to Jada a few weeks ago, and she said that she wanted mm-hmm. to change it to Jane because, like, the J-A sounded familiar, so is that kind of why you chose Monet, just because you kind of, like, it's already your middle name? Yeah, but no one actually called me by that at all. So that was actually really difficult. I was, uh, there was times in the house people would call me and there was a slight delay. Mm. Only person that knew that my name wasn't Monet was Shane because I was talking about myself one time and I said, I referred to myself as Jay. And then she was like, girl, your name's not Monet. I said, you're right. But she didn't tell anyone. So that was good. <laughs> so now are people like coming up to you and calling you Monet and you're just getting used to it now? Oh, 100%. 100%. I got stopped yesterday at the airport and this lady, she was so nice and she was like, are you Monet? And I'm like, yes, that's me. <laughs> I just have to say yes. <laughs> no, it was one of the biggest shocks of the finale when you revealed your real name. And I felt the same way with yeah. Jada too. I'm like, wait, what? Because we're so used to like knowing you as Monet. Like I watched every episode. So, and you made it all the way to the end. So I was just like... I'm meeting a new I person. <laughs> I know. That was my favorite part. I was like, yes, I could talk about my dad. But I was like, guys, guess what? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Jerica. And everybody was so shocked, everyone. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> you, you brought up Shane. I felt like you guys were such a dynamic duo and you had such a solid yeah. friendship. She went out way too early, but I almost feel like yeah. it was the best thing for your game because you guys were so close. And that's kind of when you branched off as like an individual game player is that kind of how you felt like it was almost like bittersweet because then you could focus on like the goal or what was that kind of like um I was definitely sad she left I thought we played better in numbers I mean we we all kind of agreed like um that you know we got close to the end we knew we had to take each other out obviously so you know I was sad because she was my biggest connection in the house like I loved her we got to hang out all the time she was my roommate Mm -hmm. so 
Uh, we were definitely the closest. I missed her because I, you know, we would talk all the time. But um, we just kind of already made that pack. Like, okay, listen, if we make it this far, we know that we have to take each other out. And that's okay. We know it's a game, mm-hmm. you know. So I did want her to stay longer. <laughs> yeah, me <laughs> and too. It didn't really affect my gameplay because we played well together. You know, we strategized. So it, you need people to play that game. I know people keep saying it's like individual, but I definitely need people to play. For yeah, because sure. it, it did come down to like alliances a lot of times because certain people didn't want to put certain people up in the situation, in the guesting situation. Yeah. So like you got to just know who you can trust. And you had a really close alliance with Gabriel so much so that you protected mm-hmm. him. But that was crazy at the end. You played so good when you were trying to convince Chris <laughs> and Carson that Gabriel was somebody else. So talk to I me know. a little bit about how that came to mind. Um, I realized I was like, okay, we're at the bottom four. Like I have to, or the top four. I'm like, I have to keep this one to myself. So, but I think the only mistake I made is I definitely told Gabriel that I knew who he was because <laughs> mm. I was just so excited. I was like, oh my goodness, our celebrity relatives like play, like are in a show together. Like, this is so crazy. We're a lot closer than we think. Um, but when I saw that Chris and Carson were trying to get me to help them when we weren't really a, a close alliance the whole time. So I'm like, wait, are you mm-hmm. guys using me? So I felt a little used. So I said, you know what, let me keep this one to myself. And I knew in that moment that it wasn't canon. The moment where I go, T-Pain has a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't T-Pain. <laughs> well, like how many like how many celebrities have 10 kids? I feel like that was a really easy clue. And, yeah. and no one can figure it out. And I, I feel like Chris played such a good game. But the biggest problem is that at the end, he could not figure you or Gabriel out. And that Gabriel. is the only two people he needed to figure out. Yeah. What was it like playing with Chris and trying to get him out each week? Oh my god, it was so intense. Absolutely adore Chris, by the way. Like we ended up getting closer towards the end when there was like a lot less people in the house. And he yeah. is so funny. Like he would have me in tears. I thought he was hilarious. I just thought it was so crazy. We could not figure him out every week. And I was just really determined. I was like, I had to figure him out. I pulled his clue. Mm-hmm. It's only up to me to really, really figure this out. I knew I wanted to figure him out early on in the game. And he lasted so long and people were willing to guess him. And I was, it felt so good at the end to be like, Donny Osmond. Because I'm like, I had this clue mm-hmm. so early on. Like, so. That was such was a good. moment when so. you um, got him out because he was up three times. So like the fact that you were the mm-hmm. one that was able to get Chris out and then Gabriel still ended up winning, but you were the one that figured it out, right? Gabriel didn't figure it out. I know. So Gabe and I did that like role-playing 70s thing. And mm-hmm. he definitely mentioned Donny Osmond in that space. But okay. I did give him his props. I said, you know what? That might be a good one. So I held on to it in my brain. But then we were playing that last game. I saw that lunchbox. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all those times I watched VH1, this is the 70s, this is the 80s. I'm like, that lunchbox is Donnie Osmond and Marie. <laughs> so I knew that's when it like really like solidified it for me. Like it was thrown, the idea was thrown around. But when I saw the lunchbox with their faces like scraped out, I was like, yes. Because oh, <laughs> one of the biggest things yeah. the fans were saying online is that no one could guess Donny Osmond because no one knows who he is. But you're confirming yeah. that you actually knew who he was. <laughs> yeah, I do know who he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely watched that season of Dancing with the Stars, but that I had to be about like 16, maybe when that season was yeah. out. So it was a while ago and I didn't remember when they gave me that clue, I was like, well, Dancing with the Stars, season nine. They're on season, apparently, you know, I read all the 36. comments. They're on season 32 or 36 or something like that. <laughs> so that was a while ago. But I definitely did see that season. Um, but I definitely knew who Donny Osmond was. 
And when the name circulated and from Gabe, I started to look at Chris differently because I saw it in his face. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, he's been looking at me the whole time. This is Donny Osmond's kid. <laughs> yeah, I know Charlie D'Amelio won last season. I couldn't tell you who won all the oh, other yeah. ones, but... I think Zendaya won one, I think. Yeah, she did. She did. But like Survivor is my game. So I can name every player that won. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not a huge Survivor fan, but growing up, I was obsessed with the real world. Mm. So I was just like, this is like the real world with like games. They know they have like the challenge, um, I think the games or whatever for real world. I didn't really get into those, but the regular real world, I loved it. So I was like, oh, I'm in the real world. It's like adult camp. But just mm-hmm. to get to play games and be competitive. So that was really what was pushing me through. I was so competitive. You like, slayed like, at the challenges. Yeah, like every challenge, especially towards the end, you were killing it the last few. I was like, I really <laughs> thought that you were going to like come up and take it at the end. It could have gone so many different I ways. Know. But like, obviously, like Gabriel won. So, of course, we're happy for him. Where you just you have to be happy for him. You can't like be bitter, right? I was. Yeah, I was so happy for him. And uh, we played a really good game together. So I was just overall like, you know what? It's good. I made peace with it. Um, I already, I felt good because I knew who he was. So I'm like, okay, I accomplished something. Like, I didn't make it to the end not knowing anyone. Like, I knew who he was. I knew Chris was. I was okay. I feel accomplished. Second place is cool. Mm-hmm. Second place is cool. <laughs> what, did you, what did you think of the way the ending rules worked with like everyone coming back and then Gabriel having so much power because he won that challenge? Yeah. Um, when I think about how it ended, I do think, I'm going to say, I thought it was a little unfair because no one gave me any extra information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But everybody else got extra information. So I'm like, that's not fair. <laughs> but I already had knew who everyone was. I did ask around, like, what do you guys think? You know, you saw in that circle where, Carly was cracking me up saying Pete Buttigieg, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but she, but like I was like, oh my god, they're not giving me anything. And then like Gabe and Chris get correct answers. The only thing that Chris didn't get was Nick Cannon, but I definitely was like, dang, this sucks. I didn't get anything, you know. And watching it back, like they got the answers, the correct answers, and I had absolutely nothing. I had to go off what was already in my brain. So I think maybe next season a little bit less of the people coming back and helping out too much. <laughs> yeah, I liked everyone but, coming back because I like seeing everyone's faces. Because, yeah, yeah, it was such a fun cast. But I just didn't feel like they should, like, give you guys clues because then it felt like some yeah. people weren't trying to say too much. But I thought it was crazy how Gabriel just had so much power because he won the last challenge. Like, I, I felt know. like it's almost like he won two challenges. And I didn't think yeah. that was fair. I felt like you guys should have faced off in a different way. Basically, yeah, it, it that game was really tough too, and it was crazy because I was winning. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, Carly and my t- Carly, Shane, and Jr. were really kicking butt. They was there really to help me win. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a really good team. We were way ahead of them, and then it was just people started hiding the clues. It was two hours of hay digging. We oh were exhausted. Dust was everywhere. I was getting scratched by the little hay or the straw, whatever. Um, so you just get exhausted. And at that point when I saw Gabriel run um, run up the hill, I was like, oh forget it. Like <laughs> I knew it was happening. But I mean, yeah, it's tough though. Cause I'm like, I can't even imagine any other way for people to like in the game. Like only other thing I could think of is maybe if the people who come back get to yes. maybe vote for the guesser or yeah. like oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only thing I could think about. I'm like, what? how else would they end the game? That's like, more fair because then they can be involved and it's a little bit yeah. more like up to chance. 
And it's like the that relationships you've built, the relationships you built with the cast, like that comes back into play. So you better treat people right when you send them home. I think that actually might be a good way to end the game. Okay, there we go. It's like broken. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, back it's now. up a little bit. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear okay, me? Okay, cool. Yeah, I think that actually, yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. I think that's a good way to end the game. Because then you like keep your relationships before people who guess you guessed out and they mm -hmm. can vote who's the guesser and it is up to chance. Mm -hmm. And it's like anybody, it's anybody's game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that okay. is, a, yeah, that's a better way. Can I ask you what you think about um, Hugo and Olivia? They are a claim to fame oh. couple. They fell in love on the I show. What, was, what are, um, love, what's the tea? I love them. Oh my goodness. I had no clue what was going on in the house. I didn't know they liked each other in the house. I just heard like later on they were hanging out. And, they, and then I was like, wait a minute, they're together? And I ran into them after the show was over and we met up in like New York and they're like, we're together. I'm like, huh? Like, you know, but I'm so excited for them. They are so adorable. They're actually two of my favorite people from the show too, for sure. They I love were that. Great. Yeah. Now, there were so many great competitors, but who do you think got out? Who do you think got robbed or who do you think got out too early or who do you think could have won if things were different? I definitely think Olivia would have won. Uh, they played a great game and they hit their celebrity relatives really well. So when we found out it was Jenny McCarthy, we were like, huh? We were nowhere near that close. So I definitely think Olivia would have made it pretty far or even won the game. Also was sad that Jada ended up out earlier mm -hmm. than I thought she would have also for sure. Cause she was a really good player too. Yeah, but you know what she said? She said that she couldn't go through with the game because she loved everyone too much, so she couldn't even yeah. play it anymore because she her yeah. heart was too big. She couldn't. She was. Oh, she had a big heart. So I know she was. I remember her saying that to me as well. She was just like, "I was just tired of playing. This is too much. It is really intense. Yeah. It is really intense. It feels crazy because you can't really be yourself the whole time." Um, mm -hmm. But tell the truth a little bit. <laughs> I was like, "I'm gonna just try to be." Yeah. With my lies, they felt like innocent. I was like, "I'm just gonna." like white lies i don't want to be like malicious like little, little white lies i don't want to go too crazy whose celebrity relative did you geek out over the most like who are you a big fan of um well definitely eddie murphy definitely yeah. eddie murphy uh and it was For, just cool that shane and yeah. i like linked up like mm -hmm. we're like oh and it just was we had no idea where we were from and for us to link up automatically that was really cool definitely eddie murphy for sure for me, it was Little Nas with, with JR. Oh, like, that's yeah. So iconic. I love his music. That was a big surprise, too. A big surprise from JR. He I'm, just loved his brother. So sweet. I know. I want to ask about your dad, but last claim to fame question about I want to ask about playing with Carson. Yeah. I felt like she was so such an underdog. She played, she had a lot of people captivated, too. She tricked people. Mm -hmm. Like, what was it like playing amongst her? I love Carson. We actually got really close in the house. It was just tough. Like, I had just a longer alliance with Gabe. Mm -hmm. So we ended up getting close towards him because she ended up being my roommate after everybody else left. Mm -hmm. So we ended up like hanging out in the bathroom, doing each other's hair. Like it was cute. Like we were hanging out. And she definitely was a good player for sure. She was really mm -hmm. strategic. She was good at tricking people. She was mm -hmm. good. She was yeah, fun she to was watch. Like, yeah, she was fun to watch. She was fun to be around. And you know, we had a good time hanging out in the house for sure. Yeah. So your um, dad was revealed as JB Smooth. So um, did you ever talk about like what you do? Because you said you worked with him a lot and you still yeah. work with him. So did you ever mm -hmm. kind of share about that? On the show? Not really. Uh, but I do like business development and like, I do his tours. Uh, so I help with his like tour management and stuff. Um, 
Um, and it's nice because I grew up in New York with my mom. So it's nice to like be with my dad. I feel like I'm getting some time back. Like we get to hang out. I realize how similar we are when we're, we're on tour. I'm like, this man is me. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> or I'm him. Like, it's just so interesting. So yeah, I get to do like the fun day-to-day stuff with him. He is just the best, the biggest inspiration. So fun to be around. So funny. Sometimes he embarrasses me because he's just my dad. But I also mm-hmm. still think it's funny. I'm a laugh. But um, yeah, I'm just in a really good space. And it's been just like grateful to work alongside someone that's so amazing. You know, so. And I was reading that your dad was um, a little worried about you going away because you handle so much. You work for him and you keep everything together. So what was his um, thoughts of you playing the game and watching you? He was so proud because he was really scared. I tell you, like two days before, he's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, but daddy, I'm going to be fine. Like, <laughs> he's like, no, I don't know. I don't know. because He's going to miss me. He's scared about work, you know, and we talk every day. So I know that was hard for him to not talk to me for so long and um but he absolutely loves the show um every week calls me so good you did so good this week I love this so smart like you're so smart I would I don't even know how I would play the game like he's like you guys are so strategic and you have plans like how are you guys coming up with these ideas so he gave me a lot of props and on the people I played with he's like they're so smart too like this is so crazy um so but he is a big fan of the show he watches it loves it and was so happy about my little, my ending um, speech about him. He was like, it was so beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah. I love that. Well, it was such a pleasure to watch you um, on the show. And thank you so much for taking the time coming here. I know my listeners really wanted to hear your perspective as the runner up. So you'll get them on the next one, but you still slate it. Um, yeah. What do you got going on that you want to promote and where can everyone follow you? Yeah. So everybody can follow me at jmonet21. You know, I try to keep the Monet so you guys can find me. For real? <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> uh, Shane and I are doing content together. So you guys can watch out for that. I have my podcast called Ken of Comedy where we, I sit alongside two of my longtime friends who have, have dads, other also comedians, where we talk to up and coming comedians and we kind of explain how we feel growing up sharing the mics with our dad, kind of finding our own way. So yes, those amazing things I am doing right now. I'm just keep Whoa. watching out for me. I'll be around. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, I'm going to leave your Instagram down below and you're in Shane's so that everybody can go find you, go follow Jerrica and Monet, follow both of them. The Monet will come out. Please. Yeah, the Monet yes. will come out. Monet and Jerrica. Monet and Jerrica are the same girl. I promise (laughs) y'all. We love it. Well, thank you guys so much for watching or listening. Do not forget to subscribe and comment down below your thoughts. And we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.